Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. While nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. Why watch that sneak peek? Ooh, 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 we have a couple of movie sneak peeks for you. Now listen, quite frankly, we've been drowning in television. (laughs) But it doesn't mean that we're just going to kick the movies to the side. Because the critic got a chance to see one and we both saw the other. And couldn't be more opposite. So let's first start with the sneak peek of standing up, falling down, standing up, falling down. This is in theaters and on demand on the 21st. And the critic got a chance to see this at the Tribeca Film Festival last year. It is directed by Matt Ratner and Peter Hoare wrote it. It stars the very famous and funny Billy Crystal Ben Schwartz is in it. You've got Grace Gummer, that is Meryl Streep's daughter, in it. Uh, Jill Hennessy? I love Jill. Um, among very well-known and respected actors are in this, some of them stage, some of them straight-up New York actors. And if you have Billy Crystal and mesh him with Ben Schwartz, I'm hoping there's some funny in there. Yeah, we do hope. Now, <laughs> so here's the, the little plot. Four years ago, Scott, played by Ben Schwartz, moved to LA to make it big as a comedian. And at the beginning of this film, he's performing his set. But for whom? Well, let's just say that it's not a traditional audience. So things aren't looking up for him, they're looking down. There's that title. And then Scott's problems get worse because he has to move back in with his parents across the country on Long Island. Yeah. And when he shows up there, his father, played by Kevin Dunn, is more interested in watching his favorite nature show than in greeting his son. So what's that all about? After all, mom, who's played by Deborah Monk, seems happy to see him, right? In addition, Scott's 30-year-old sister, played by Grace Gummer, also lives at home. Hmm. So Scott's got jokes about that, of course, and about her job as the manager of a pretzel shop at the mall. (laughs) But she says to him, "Uh, hey, at least I have a job and you're four years older than me, dude. Indeed. However, that may not be the worst of it for Scott because the girlfriend he left behind still lives in the area, but now she's married. (laughs) Oh boy. So what's gonna happen in regard to that? And so with all of these issues dragging him down, Scott meets a friend at a bar, and while there, he has quite the awkward encounter with a 65-year-old inebriated Marty in the restroom. Yeah. But Marty, who's played by Billy Crystal, of course, has his own reasons for his lighthearted yet inappropriate behavior. You see, he's a widower twice over. And while his daughter humors him every now and then, his son wants nothing to do with him. Essentially, Marty's all alone. 
And so after Scott and Marty meet two more times in highly unexpected fashion, they find that each has something to offer to the other and they quickly become friends. But just how will they be able to resolve their problems, if at all? Because in the end, the resolution is quite bittersweet. But here's the question for moviegoers. Uh-oh. Does Standing Up, Falling Down earn its bittersweet ending? Unfortunately. All of its moments don't form a cohesive whole. They just don't gel. And the main problem is that the dialogue in the script sounds just like that. Dialogue in a script. Oh, dear. Except for the occasional improvisational moments. So this ain't Noah Baumbach here. Also, the relationship between Scott and Marty isn't developed enough to land the ending. And so here's what I'd suggest to all of you. Go ahead and see Standing Up, Falling Down if you're a big fan of Billy Crystal. But just where would you see it? Should you see it? That would uh, depend on how big of a fan of Billy Crystal you are. Because Billy's being Billy here, and you've seen him do this kind of thing before, except that this time he's playing a guy with baggage. Now, in regard to the rest of the actors, they deliver their lines correctly, which is all they can do. And Ben Schwartz as Scott is just fine, but I doubt that his character provides enough to affect whether you should see this or not. However, if you need to pass the time one day, it is going to be on demand. And standing up, falling down is there from the comfort of your home. You can go ahead and turn it on. You might chuckle a little and be charmed a little and then move on with life. Well, we couldn't have a more opposite movie. (laughs) Although both of them are taking place in big cities. So there you go. Mm -hmm. We got a chance to see, not at this year's Sundance because we didn't go, but the previous year in 2019, Premature, which is now in theaters and on demand on the 21st. This is our, <coughs> excuse me, this is directed and written by Rashad Ernesto Green. Um, he co-wrote it with Zara Howard, who also stars in it, along with Joshua Boone and many others. We both got a chance to see the movie and the director speak there. Um, and, uh, you know, we met him as well <laughs> coming out of the airport <laughs> or coming. Yeah. Coming out of the yeah, out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and quite frankly, this is a quiet of a movie that perhaps deserves a review. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, so here's what's going on. Uh, Ayana's enjoying her summer before going off to college. And Ayana is played by Zora Howard. She hangs out with her friends as they go from place to place in New York City. And they're quintessential New York teens. Yes. Really. But while hanging out at the park, Ayana catches the eye of Isaiah. Uh oh. He's a little older, but they have a connection. And their romance begins. She finds out that he produces music, he finds out that she's a writer. They seem to fit perfectly, but how long will it last? Remember, Ayana has to go to ways of school. Plus, in the past, things haven't gone that well for her in the love department. Also, there are secrets that each of these lovebirds discovers about the other. So how will that affect things? Also, what role will Ayana's friends and mother play in this love story? 
Yo. And is there any way for young love to survive the harsh realities and unexpected twists and turns of life? That's where we are here. Especially now, urban life. Good gracious. Urban, well, now look. The title, premature, it has multiple meanings. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're characters who are premature, of course. There are events that are premature. And there are premature beliefs. And I will say that I found a lot to like in this film's first half. Mm. The exchanges among Ayana and her three friends, spot on. Just look, they don't just sound like teens in the city. They are teens in New York City. I also like that they shot this film ref, uh, uh, how they shot it, because there's a, a grimy texture to the images that just feels like New York. Yeah, they shot it on film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In addition, co-writer and star Zora Howard brings a nice awareness to Ayana, and Joshua Boone is a nice counterpart to her as Isaiah. Uh, early on, their relationship was a little like a much younger version of Love Jones. Yeah. It is premature after all. However, once the story takes a turn away from the romance, I could feel the focus slipping away. It seemed that this movie had three parts that didn't quite mesh. There's the romance courtship which makes up a good chunk of the film. There's this philosophical political part that's a minor part of it. And then there's the breakup part that's more complicated than just that, but I don't wanna give it away. So I found the overall experience a bit confused. I'm down with the love story, but not so much with anything else. And I think that director and co-writer Rashad Ernesto Green could have shortened the sex scenes in order to devote more time to stitching the different plot strands together more cohesively. Regardless though, through this film, he and Zora show a lot of promise as collaborators. And if they work together again and have more time to flesh things out and more than 16 days to shoot, I think that the outcome will be a cleaner and clearer thought. So watch out for them in the future. I sure will be. Well, the thing I have to say, I agree with uh, the majority of what you said there. I think Zora is a profoundly real and grounded actress. This is her material. She, uh, They talked about how this material came to be. She's lived with this material for quite some time. It's loosely based on some things that she um, has maybe not personally experienced, but knows personally about via you know other relationships that she has in her life i will say um when you threw in love jones that is exactly the first you know the complications of love not the um romance and the uh idealistic viewpoints of love and i will have to warn um because that's just my role in why watch that i'm a more of a um conservative watcher when it comes to um, you know, sex and things of that nature. It is graphic, not 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 violent. I don't mean that, but it me- meaning that there is some full frontal nudities and um, nudities, <laughs> nudity, <laughs> and there is a very disturbing scene as a woman. Um, I would say that um, is in this movie. It's very disturbing. Um, but bravely shot and bravely demonstrated just as a woman i was cringing um, there is no rape so i won't i i can say that mm-hmm. but there's something for me much more um difficult to watch as a woman but with that being said i think the bravery that green and um howard have 
in telling this kind of story deserves you to give it a try. If you like shows like Love Jones, if you like um, movies like um, that don't necessarily have the kind of ending, romantic movies that don't have necessarily the kind of ending ending that you can figure out and suspect. So would I suggest you going to the movies to see it? I was a little, I'd rather see it at home just because of some of the scenes were a little bit like, whoa. Yeah. Um, but there was, like I said, like you were saying, the three friends, that was funny and it's nice to share that. So I would say you could watch it from the comfort of your own home, but maybe not by yourself. Yes, right. Um, maybe with a, another person or maybe a few people and certainly enjoy this first adventure of these two amazing artists. So there you have it. Uh, Premature opens and is available very, very soon. And you can check it out if you will. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.